It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. How are you, bud? Doing well, Zach. Doing well. We uh, we still don't have a head coach at the time of this recording. We're recording this Monday evening to be released early Tuesday morning. And uh, yeah, we're kind of in the same place we were about 24 hours ago when we recorded the last show. But some developing news, some, and it's all hearsay, some of it seems like very... Um, verified hearsay, but woke up this morning and it seemed like the flavor of the day was going to be Billy Napier. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's probably my third choice. And you hear reports coming out that his first interview went really well. Then there's going to be a second interview. And then later he puts out a statement saying that he's sticking with Louisiana. And everyone's like, what? It went so great. And now reports coming out that the reason that he did not accept the job is because he's being told that he'd have to keep certain people on staff. Of course, you want autonomy of your program if you're going to be the leader of this program, and it does not appear that that will be the case, at least for uh, for him, if he were to accept the job. doesn't seem like he's going to. It seems like Napier is out. So what are your initial thoughts when you're hearing this? And it's like a lot of these folks aren't interested in the job because – they will not be given autonomy and they will have to keep certain people on staff. Uh, I don't know about you, Zach, but um, if I was hearing a lot of rumblings in uh, in the news that a guy I was being told I had to keep on staff spent two years staging a coup against the guy to you, overthrow you, the guy that I was taken over for, I, I probably would want wouldn't want to take that job. Yeah, I mean, that's the assumption, right, is that they want Kevin Steele to stay on staff, and I assume Rodney Garner, it seems like they're both kind of in that good old boy network that everybody kind of talks about. It seems like they're the ones there, and it's just like, man, what a what a cluster that this has become. I mean, this has been a total, total disaster. I mean, nationally, it's, gar- it's garnering more and more attention, and I'm getting more and more embarrassed by the day. Yeah, Zach, um, I, I guess on Thursday, Vanderbilt announced that they had a head coach. And, um, you know, it's pretty easy to be like, who cares? But, like, Vanderbilt was able to go get their guy. Mm-hmm. Less at stake there. But still, it's like, what in the world? And everybody, you know, argued with us a little bit. And we were like, is Auburn the best job in the world? And I was really talking about from the difficulty standpoint of it. I didn't even like consider the political mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. When this was a thing eight years ago, I just don't remember this being similar to this at all. I don't know, man. I mean, even if you look back, <laughs> if you look back to when Chiz was hired, they I mean he got booed coming off the plane when he when he got to town. So. I mean, that right there, I know you can – that that should lead you to a little uncertainty if you're a coach. Obviously, the fan base rallies behind him. And then, 
runs him out of town after a three and nine season and then brings in um they bring Gus back and everyone's very happy. Then he gets run out of town and now we're now we're here, man. We're just in no man's land. I mean, this is we the fact that we had two reports in one day, you know, you go to work to the reports that Napier is is the hot guy. Napier's number one. And come home from work, and it's like, oh, nope, he dropped out. Yeah, and then Bill Clark, and um, this is on the bunker, J.G. Tate reporting this. Regarding Bill Clark, don't think he's received an actual offer, but talks have hit a snag. Not prepared to take him off the board just yet. And then he edited the post saying, we now believe talks advanced to the offer stage, but didn't advance beyond that. We're hearing some of the same chatter as with Napier, lack of full staff hiring autonomy. So they're not going to be able to get a top coach <laughs> unless they say, yeah, you can hire your staff. Why would you do that? Why would you hire a guy and pay him millions of dollars and be like, no, you can't hire people. Like that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I just, how far down the line are we going to go, Zach? We're, we're running out of options here. Yeah. At what point is it like, okay, I guess it's steel after all. How far how far down do you go? This is just a disaster. I mean, just a disaster. And especially when you're talking to defensive head coaches. Do you think potential- it's part of the board and you know the part of the committee that wants steel and they're like, "Okay, let's just interview everyone and tell them the stipulations of who you have to keep on staff." knowing that none of them will probably take the job. And so then they can turn around and offer it to steal and be like, look, we, we, we talked and offered it, you know, and tried to get in touch with everybody that you guys wanted to, but none of them wanted the job. So, uh, we went with our, our guy. It was our guy all along. It was Kevin Steele. Do you think that's it? I mean, you know, if we want to go tinfoil hat, <laughs> I, I was going to say that the powers that be are, are paying these coaches to turn Auburn down. Oh, but, I don't think you have to pay them if you're like, yeah, you don't get to pick your staff. Yeah, no, I mean, this would be the, I guess this would be the cheaper option. Just, just make it so the job is so undesirable. Right. That you no get to come in and compete with Alabama, a surging Texas A&M, LSU, Georgia, Florida, who's getting better. Oh, and Clemson recruits these states as well. You get to compete with all of those guys, but, 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 but. We'll help you hire your staff. <laughs> and and don't forget, they're also going to be competing against the administration, apparently. And and the staff that they're told they have to keep because the staff will stage coups. My, yeah. My, uh, my respect for Gus Malzahn and being able to navigate all of this, like, I'm significantly more impressed with him now. Also, did you like how they... They started leaking stuff about um, about how poorly Gus was running the program right at the beginning. So people would be like, oh, yeah, Gus stinks. And then. Yeah, it's like, I'm oh, sure OK, someone... maybe eight and four is not the end of the world. <laughs> I mean, this uh, has just been a on, disaster, man? man. This is day been... eight. Coach watch 2020 day eight. Yeah. Do they do it by Christmas? I don't know. I feel like they got to do it by Christmas, but I'm just not a believer in that statement whatsoever, but I just the, feel the, like it. The closer we get to Christmas, I think the more likely it's steel just because if 
it's more likely that they'll announce Steel in an attempt to like news dump it right before Christmas. Have you seen all the stuff the players are doing? No. Uh, in addition, well, all right, we'll talk about that in just a second. Oh, hold on, before we go to break, I will say, I will say, on 247 Sports, I'm looking at the homepage right here, trending now, number one story, Auburn moving on from Kevin Steele. I don't know if I believe it, but it is there. Okay. Let's see. Real quick, what does Stephen Godfrey say? News, Auburn is either one, attaching stupid and downright naive caveats on offers to good head coaching candidates, or two, orchestrating the longest charade possible to hire its own defensive coordinator. I mean, this is going to be a wild, wild thing moving forward. All right, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Homefield Apparel. It is not too late, people. It is not too late to stock up on Christmas gifts for the Auburn fan in your life. Go to homefieldapparel.com. They have the coolest, most vintage designs. They have more than just Auburn. If you've got family members that are are fans of other schools, they're from all over the place, and they're all really, really cool, except for the Alabama ones. I'm joking. If you have an Alabama fan in your life, um, they've got a, they've got a, a deals for that as well. But you can stick it to them and use promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, for 20% off your order. And I'm not just saying this because they're good friends of the show and good friends throughout the network. But it really is one of the coolest brands and I'm pumped to be associated with. Homefieldapparel.com, promo code Auburn for the discount, A-U-B-U-R-N. It's the most comfortable shirts. It's the coolest shirts. I get comments every time I wear it. And it's not because I am an attractive dude. It's because the shirt's really, really cool. I promise. So, homefieldapparel.com. Also, our friends at Coors Light. It's the beer, literally, Made to chill. You guys hear me say it time and time and time again. It has become my beer of choice. And it's because it's as cold and as crisp as the Colorado Rockies. And I think cold and crisp and refreshing are the three ideal traits of any particular beverage. And Coors Light nails all three of those. Coors Light's the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer. That is made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, so Anthony, uh, not yeah, Flash, Anthony Schwartz, tweets out an emoji. The whole tweet is just an emoji of a circus tent. How can you do that? <laughs> I mean, how can you just openly just throw shade at the team you play for. And I I am not criticizing him here, but it's just gotten to the point where it's so ridiculous where like everyone is totally okay with it. Yeah, this is this is simply absurd, Zach. I, like Did you see Shiver's tweet? No. I quote tweeted it. Here it is. Um John Shiver's tweets, Auburn wants somebody they can control and it's a shame. LOL. How can, like, one of the leaders of your team tweet that and, like, the rest of the team not be impacted by that? So, last week especially, I would, like, tweet out some kind of promotional material for the podcast or, like, a a snippet or, you know, a graphic or something just to promote the show. And a lot of people would reply to me saying, hashtag stop steal. And Zacoby McClain liked a few of them. It's like, I mean, how do you, how do you come back from this? 
yeah uh, uh it, it's a lot to to put it um to put it mildly it is a lot but i just like i'm baffled i'm just baffled that that's pretty much it i guess that that's how i would say it is this is it's stunning how poorly this has been handled whether or not it's a coup it's been handled very poorly if it's a coup I'm not sure it could have been handled more poorly. That is true. Like if there was a plan all along. Yeah. I like wish they just would have owned planned, it. If this was a planned thing that they have apparently spent two years planning, I, I think I said it on yesterday. So, I mean, they should be embarrassed. I don't mind that there was a coup. That's fine. Just pull it off. Like, I just can't believe it, man. And how did it leak that there was a coup? Who in, in the planning was like, yeah, all right, I feel kind of bad now. I'm going to tell. My guess is link? it was an assistant coach, not Rodney Garner. That is my guess. Why was he then involved in the coup? You can't trust him. I think you probably saw the like the obvious divide. I mean. And man. apparently like some of the defensive assistant coaches didn't like we're butting heads with steel like crazy. And so like they may have seen the writing on the wall. I don't know. It's just been a total cluster and I hate it. It's very, very sad to see. You want to take some listener questions? Sure. All right. I haven't read any of these. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Those just, are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, Connor from Macon senses a text 205-502-4285. Do you guys really think that coaches are turning down the job because of the powers that be not letting the coach have enough control over what would be their program. It can't be money issues. So what's the problem? And if that is the problem, how many coaches have to say no before the powers that be look in the mirror and say, maybe we are the problem. Love the show. Hashtag free Sharif. Um, I the, answer do, I, the first question is, is yes. Yes. Clearly. I, I, I mean, agree yeah. with you. I think that is the problem. Um, it's not money. I mean, some of the numbers that are coming out is like it's way more than they're making now. I I don't know what they supposedly offer Napier, but like he's making like eight eighty a year, and it's like Auburn's going to blow that out of the water. Um, well, and, and, I mean, and if that's the problem, how many coaches have to say no before the powers to be look in the mirror and say we're the problem? Um, enough to where they feel like they can go back to Kevin Steele, but they're not going to look at their mirror and say that we're the problem. They know that that's not an attractive thing. They know that guys coming in want to have control over their coaching staff. Yeah. I guess the assumption baked into this question is that they don't know what they're doing, I guess is what, right? Like, I guess we should we should have seen something was wrong when Cristobal accepted a four mil four mil per year extension at Oregon instead of taking the Auburn job, right? I mean, this is at the beginning I thought it was that Auburn wasn't ponying up the money, but now it seems like this is probably more likely. Right. And I, I think when you have as much money and power as these guys, one of the advantages is that you don't ever have to look in the mirror and say it's my fault. Uh, that is true. Bowl season is upon us, and we know that you want to bet on those. We know if you're listening to this show that you are uh, extremely intelligent and know everything about sports there is to know. So we want you to bet at the best place to bet, and that is at betonline.ag. You can sign up today 
for a free account at betonline.ag. And you can use the promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for 50% off your welcome bonus. Also, the NFL is finishing up. And of course, uh, you can definitely bet on your favorite team if you think they're going to be able to lock up a playoff berth. My Patriots did not do it, but they've got uh, they've got all kinds of things NFL games of the week as well as you know college football's top games. A lot of folks betting on Alabama, and they're already like favored by like twenty points. And so, if you want to hop on that, if you think there's no way Notre Dame can cover, be sure to check that out once again. Go to uh, to locked on. Excuse me, betonline.ag. Use promo code locked on to receive fifty percent off uh, your welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Go. We've talked about it before. You can break through your wall with Built Go, whether it's a mental or a physical wall. They can take care of you. It comes in one and a half ounce packages. You can put it in your bag, your briefcase, your backpack. All of it, all of it. And uh, it comes with three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. And uh, you may be asking, how does Built Go work so well? Well, it's got um, energy gel combined with collagen protein. It's also loaded with good stuff to ignite your workout. Um, Beta alanine, B3, honey, a kick of caffeine. Built Go then kicks in to keep you going strong with B6, B12, 100, nope. 10,000% of your daily percentage of B6 and B12. And uh, you can get all this by visiting BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. All right, more questions. 205-502-4285. Once again, I have not looked at these. Phoenix from Tennessee said, uh, after some serious thought and consideration, I like Tony Elliott a lot. Okay. Um, Phoenix also said, so guys, you know what I don't mind the more and more I hear it. Lane Kiffin. Lane loves his boys. That's one undisputed truth about him. He treats them like family and he's their buddy. As much as folks hate on him, he is a likable guy who's getting up in age. Auburn can actually be the school to wrangle a Bronco like that in. And he somehow has teamed up with Kevin Steele, highly unlikely, but our defense wouldn't be playing on the field as much uh, as the offense. This may be an afterthought, but how do you think it may affect the transfer situation in Auburn, good and bad, if Kevin Steele is named head coach? I think we see a slight turnaround in a bunch of ways, depending on how this plays out. So um, first things first, I think Lane Kiffin is still on the table. That could just be wishful thinking. Uh, If you listen to the show consistently, you know he's been my number one pick all along. And then as far as the transfer market, and that's something like you talk about Schwartz and Shivers tweeting these things out, that is going to hurt Auburn in the transfer market. The way all of this has been handled is going to hurt Auburn in the transfer market because it's been a disaster. And it's like, why would you transfer there? Especially if you're in a situation where you're probably later in your college career. If, uh, if you're looking for a clear cut, you know, you got one more opportunity to get playing time. You're not going to go to someone that's like uh, a place as dysfunctional as what's happening currently at Auburn. And it's a shame because if you would have asked me, heck, two or three weeks ago we talked about this, I think Auburn would have really benefited from this crazy transfer portal that's about to happen. And it's 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 not looking good now. Don't you think? Yep. 
Well, for starters, Lane Kiffin getting up there in age, he's 45. I mean, Billy Napier's like 41 or 42. It seems like Lane Kiffin's getting up there in age because he got named the head coach of the Raiders at like 25 years old. Um, yeah, right now he's getting paid $3.9 million. I did not know that when you originally brought him up, Zach. Um, I mean, Auburn can almost double that salary. As far as his defense not being on the field much, I think his defenses are actually on the field more because the offense scores so much right? and scores so quickly that the defense ends up playing a bunch of snaps. Now, combining Kevin Steele's defense with Lane Kiffin's offense, I mean, that seems like it would be a great thing. But again, I think it's going to be hard to get – you're either going to have to way, way overpay for Lane Kiffin to come if you're going to you know, make him keep – Kevin Steele on staff or, um, or Kevin Steele's gone. I mean, that's if Lane Kiffin's coming as far as transfers go, man, who knows? Um, I think Zach with what you were saying about the players, I mean, I think it hurts you in the transfer market if Steele gets named head coach, but if like anyone else gets named head coach, I feel like it kind of helps you. It shows you that like players have a voice. What do you think is more likely Pat that, Kevin Steele is named head coach or someone else is named head coach and Kevin Steele is not defensive coordinator. I think it's more likely that Kevin Steele gets named head coach right this second. I think it's more likely that Kevin Steele gets named head coach than um, someone else is named the head coach and he's not the DC based on the information that, that we have at this time. I mean, based on all the reports, like if Clark is actually out and Sark is actually out and Napier is actually out and all these guys are supposedly out and Elliot's, Elliot wasn't interested from the get-go and like Brent Venables, that's been quiet. I don't know how you could offer him the job and then like, I don't know why he would keep Kevin Steele. Like that doesn't make or, sense to me. I mean, he should be like, sure, I'll keep Kevin Steele. That's fine. But Kevin Steele's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the other, I mean, right? Because Brett Venables is the is a defensive guy. So, uh, like, how much impact would Steel would Steel want to stay then? Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is just. I hate that Kevin Steele's the bad guy in all of this. Oh yeah, he has come out looking terribly. I hate and it. like because like Auburn has loved him Jimmy, so much. I, yeah, and I know it's easy to say Jimmy Rain or Louder. Is it Bobby Louder? That seems wrong. No, it's Harbert. The business school, not the business building. I thought it was both of them. I thought that, whatever. Anyway, I, I know it's easy to paint them as the bad guys, but, like, I don't want to say, like, what do you expect? But, like, everyone knows that the boosters and the people with all the money are, like, not so secretly pulling the strings behind college football, right? And that's kind of the way that it is. Now, it's not often that we hear that a defensive coordinator has joined with the boosters to poorly stage a coup. Yeah, I can't wait to see where we go from here. I feel like we'll know before Christmas. We may not be happy with it. I just feel like they have to hire someone before Christmas. I don't know why I feel that way, but I just do. Every time a bowl game ends, I'm going to be like, maybe it's that guy. They were just waiting for the bowl game. When is all Mrs. Bowl game? 
Do they have a bowl game? They're playing the Outback Bowl against Indiana. Mm. Wow. These bowl matchups are very odd. Outback Bowl is New Year's Day, right? January 2nd. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll wait till January 2nd if the lane train comes to town. I'd be fine with that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Where can um, people find you, buddy? Hmm? Where can people find you? Follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter, at Blackerby. Show on Twitter, Locked on Auburn. On Instagram, at Auburn Podcast. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. And we'll be back tomorrow. Right here on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.